0: Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing Technical Difficulties. We're a role-playing game, actual play podcast. You can listen to us play through one-shots, campaigns of various games, including Delta Green, Eclipse Phase, Worldwide Wrestling, Red Markets, and more. With four-plus years of archives, there's something for everyone. Tune in with whatever podcast app you use by searching for Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast, or visit us online at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com. Like what you hear? Join us on Patreon for sneak peeks and seats in quarterly games. Thanks for listening, and sorry for the technical difficulties. Greetings,
1: one and all, and welcome to the Internet's... Uh, well, I'd say the Internet, but you're experiencing technical difficulties. Hello. <laughs> so, unlike normal, this is Micah from above the tabletop. And tonight, you are engaged in a fine and exciting night of pro wrestling from World Wide Wrestling's
2: Cyber Wars. I hope
3: that didn't pick the audio.
4: It did. That's all good.
3: Dad! Not, not again. Oh, well. You've got so, too much voice for the microphone to handle.
1: I do. I do. All right. So yes welcome back we are playing worldwide wrestling the rpg game wherein which you take control of pro wrestlers and input on a show uh before we continue on with the setting synopsis and all that lovely stuff let's go down the fine call list here and see who's who and find out what's going on tonight so starting with
3: our first hi everybody this is uh david and uh Tonight, I am going to be playing the Grape Grappler, the mauve Masher, Masha, the Magenta Mangler, Augustus, the Tyrian Titan. Long time heel, first time wrestler.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and this is Dan, and tonight I will be playing Brennan, a monster, an incredibly large monster, who looks very confused. But he's here.
1: And we're happy for it.
4: Indeed. And this is Greg. I am playing the antihero, who is Eric Martinez, a.k.a. the Night Driving Avenger, or NDA.
6: And that brings you around to me. Hi, I'm Brownie. Uh, tonight I'm playing Hank Coleman, the technician. I really don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just happy to be here.
2: Sounds about right for everybody. It's All okay. Right.
3: We're wrestling.
2: That we are. Alright, so, on to the show. The screen is black,
1: then all of a sudden a bright flash, and on comes the following text. The year is 2077-A. The world is run by supercorporations.
2: There is but one, one that rules them all. Welcome to the future. Welcome to
1: Cyber Wars. The arenas go up in lights. The fans begin to cheer as the solo announcer begins to give his cue. Welcome, one and none free, to Cyber Wars. This is your man, Crimson Hand, here calling the action for you, yet again, from my cell units at ringside. I'm saying the bit. put the shotgun down, you asshole. Anyway, on to the events tonight. So, as everyone who's been following the show for so long knows, there's been a bit of a comeuppance. Cyber Wars efforts to maintain balance. (laughs) Yeah, right. Haven't been doing all too well. So we got some of the head-up corpos from Ares here tonight, and as he's beginning to as Crimson Hand is beginning to explain, the music kicks in. And in comes three figures. Two wrestlers walking beside a corpo exec. The exec strides straight to the ring,
2: proceeds in. Takes a microphone. Give me the mic. Give me the mic! Dear citizens of Twilight City, You can call me the exec, because that is exactly what I am. I am the executive for Ares Corps. Tonight,
1: there's been a bit of a problem. There was supposed to be a main event against our representatives. However, it seems that uh, the attended opponents have seemed to gone down with a mysterious case of injury. Loud boos are heard from the audience..
2: Oh.
1: Oh, of course, injury. Mysterious injury. He didn't, take a, he didn't take a lead pipe or a bolt to his kneecaps.
2: That said. I'm afraid that we'll have to crown the next member for the
1: advancing tournament of Cyber Wars to determine who amongst the Megacorps will be the new head honcho amongst us all. Unless, of course, someone in the back is
2: willing to step up. Starts laughing. I guess this is my cue. Cue the fanfare. What music kicks on then, Augustus?
3: Well, it's going to be a bold orchestral brass with a nice little menacing undertone. They're going to be playing in a minor key. And that's when the smoke starts, and that's when the curtains part, and the sedan chair starts getting carried towards the ring. I'm going to be riding up top that sedan chair, carried by, you know, six rather burly gentlemen, and just calmly waving while wearing a purple toga. Little gold crown of wreath, or, you know, wreath on my head. And as the fanfare continues, I just, you know, gently wave, step up, take the toga off, and I'm wearing the wrestling version of it, you know, short skirt, goes over one shoulder, and I'm just going to hold out a hand. One of the guys is going to hand me my own microphone. <laughs> I would like to say that Conglomo Corp, a subsidiary of Arios Corp, is willing to throw in for the fight for the crown. That's right, Conglomo Corp, We own you. And who is going to step into the ring? Why, that would be me. The mauve masher, the magenta mangler, the purple punisher, the puce pummeler. I, Augustus, the Tyrian Titan!
1: There's a mixture of cheers and boos. Your antics have long since held the crowd in a bit of a a dispute whether they love or hate you. But the moment... It seems that there's kind of a favor to you there, Augustus. The ezek himself is, uh, beside himself. As you declare you taking up the reins potentially for the crown, his expressions just dart to,
3: hurra, 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 hurra. What? Don't settle for the lesser evil.
2: Only the best. You got a lot of hutzpah, uh, there augustus but
1: if you want to if you are if you're going to be putting that up then i guess maybe we'll have to show you what it takes when you step out of line here your little uh company is a minor league compared to Ares, so best you do the right thing and say that you're just here to wish us the
2: best of luck Do you really think that you can beat this face? I submit that you cannot.
3: Do you think that you can outgrapple the Grape Grappler? Do you think you can mangle the Moth Masher?
2: You simply do not have what it takes. Correctly, I am is-
3: wrong, but are you asking for a challenge?
2: Again, the crowd is roaring, but also booing. Eventually, one of the figures next to the exec stops him,
1: and whispers something into his ear. Very well, then, Augustus, I suppose you'll have to take on our representative. To be fair, though, shame shames me to say this, but of the ones who were injured, we had to reach out
2: for a non-company man, and so you'll be facing this man. Of the remaining participants, who would like to come out next?
4: It is up to y'all. I feel like NDA is probably not a corpo.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, I think the monster is a corpo from Ares Corp, so he is. Go ahead.
6: Well, we we're asking for non-company man. Was that what I was hearing?
5: Yeah, I'm he did. Confused.
1: Say, yep, well, he did say non-company man, but apparently this guy is stumbling heavily over his words. Like he's there was a script, but he seems to have forgotten parts of it.
6: Well, Fair we can enough. say that. Yeah. Well, we can say that the. Western showdown rock swells up, and my character—you um, can hear his voice—it's me, your friendly neighborhood automotive technician, Hank. And uh. Hank, and Hank starts walking out in, into the spotlights. Um, he's a—you know—not a, a overly large man, but he looks like he's pretty well in shape. Looks like he knows what he's doing, except for he was wearing what looks like. Mechanics coveralls, but the arms are You've ripped got a
3: tear off. Tear away coverall.
6: The well, no, yeah, walks out wearing the coverall and tears off the arms, and it's you know bulging arms right up to the uh, the shoulder, and then tears the pant portions off of them, and it's like you'd expect, you know, the 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 tight um, bottom wear that wrestlers wear, and he makes a big show out of this, and then starts walking down, and you know. Working both sides of the aisle and, you know, talk shaking hands and smiling and just looking, trying to be friendly and looking a little out of place. But like, you know, he's he's trying and, and gets down to the ring.
1: Uh, the crowd is eating it up uh, there. They are. They are cheering you where before with Augustus, it was kind of split. Uh, there is nothing but uh, cheers and yeah, good to see you. Yeah. All from the crowd.
6: Smiling, waving, looking again, happy to be here, pops up in the ring and just stands next to the of mangler, and looks expectantly towards the uh, the corpo
2: Well, uh, yeah, so,
1: Hank, uh, yeah, I have just been informed uh by my assistant here. Uh there is going to be a a change. I did say to you you backstage you were the man I was supposed to pick. Uh however, turns out I was mistaken. We've got somebody else here in mind too.
6: Well, wouldn't want to take uh take someone else's spot out of turn and does a practice looking leap over the ropes and just sits down in the front row.
5: <laughs> All right. A, a multi harmonic shriek fills the auditorium from above. Um, it's unclear as to where it's, it's just coming from. It's not coming from the speakers. It's just literally being projected off the walls. It's, you know, cyberware. Um, It is like a PA system merged with, I don't know, 17 screaming cats, uh, large ones. And there's a rumbling and a tearing from something up above. And um, just this immense shape plummets to the floor with like tattered rags and, and ripped pieces flapping off him. And Brennan the monster you know, does one of those three-point landings and has arrived. And he's at least twice the height of anyone else there.
2: As you make that landing, uh, crimson hand on the answer, oh, man, Brennan the monster.
1: Didn't think they were desperate. Didn't think they'd be calling out that thing.
5: And yeah, there's clearly stitching avail- yeah, uh, visible on his skin, where there have been implants and whatnot. Some of it looking more fresh than others. It's, you know,
2: disturbing. The exec turns back to you, Augustus.
1: So, still feeling like you want to get that spot for the crown? For putting your corpo biz on the map,
2: Augustus? Overconfidence, once again, just spewing forth from him.
3: You keep saying those words. I don't think you understand what they actually mean. You, you expect me to wrestle against the monster? The question I have for you is how many monsters do
2: you have? How many
3: monsters do you have in reserve? I will not go down without a fight.
2: <laughs> Again, he stumbles. Well, fine, a fight it'll be. Uh, uh. But let's wait. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll wait to the big. Ev- we'll wait to the main event of the night to see if you're
2: worth picking up the cr you know, picking up the you know the spot. So just, just you wait. Uh, with that, the corp you know, the corp yeah, you know, the exec uh, rushes past you there, Augustus, uh,
1: followed by the two individuals, uh, his security, leaving you
2: alone in the you know you in the ring with the monster, and at ringside, Hank. There's a tense stare down for a moment before the screen
1: cuts away. To a commercial ad from your local Aries core and the great many products they can supply. What? What do you mean we don't have the ad? What do you mean we don't have the? Ad? You were supposed to play the ad, Frank.
3: <sighs> All right, fine. Moving. While, while we're uh, in that nice little cutaway, um, this is the point where I get to do a little bit of cheap heat with the audience. I'm just going to turn it. I'm going to go, huh? So what dump do they have us in this week again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the booze just come very quickly for that. Go ahead and gain a momentum for that. Da- uh, David.
1: Uh, just note the sheet for whatever reason, likes just go in numerals of two. I've tried to figure out why, but it just, if you can get it to three, perfect. Might
2: just uh, push the key.
3: It goes straight from 2 to 4. So I'm just going to leave a little die here on a 3 so that I know that it's a 3. Perfect. Spin down works perfect. All right. So
2: because of the botch
1: done by the exec, uh, the main event tonight will be Augustus
2: versus the monster. So that leaves the opening match to two other individuals. Which, when we come back to Cyber Wars... <laughs> sorry.
3: Hey, there's thought, nothing wrong with the heel versus heel fight. It, it works. It does. Okey sometimes, bokey.
1: Sometimes it's a little tricky, other times it's Everyone gets to cheer as people get beaten, slapped with chairs mm-hmm. or run-ins. It all depends. But yes, we will have the opening match between uh, Hank, who was remainings who remained there still from the
2: opening segments and the final entrance for the knights. to no flare
4: and no uh fanfare the man stumbles out of the entrance with a mic and just simply says i guess once again the corpos don't want the people to decide things but that's okay Because we can still prove our worth in the ring tonight anyway. And with that, the pyro goes high, the lights grow bright, and the night-driving Avenger starts strutting down the ramp to a rocking jam from Samurai, which, for modern listeners, is probably a cover of the super-ancient rock song before I forget. But, um... NDA who is just a, uh, man of average height, average build in the pure leathers of a net runner, but not afraid to fight for the people in the ring.
2: You will actually, um,
4: point to different members of the crowd and just goes, let me hear Twilight City!
2: For a little cheap beat. Woo! (laughs)
3: Twilight City! Woo! He knows where he's wrestling!
4: (laughs) And then Eric will just sit in the corner and wait for... His corporal opponent.
3: I think that it's uh, you versus Hank, and then yeah, a I was a, I was
1: monster. It is. I was yeah. about to. I was about to say. Uh, in Crimson Hands uh, commentary goes. Well, the corporals have stuck it to us again, people. Okay, okay. Sheesh. Put the gun down. Anyway, uh, the higher-ups have decided that since Augustus and the Monster are taking each other on, uh-huh, executive pres- decisions, put it down, that Hank and... Mid, uh, NDA. NDA. Thank you, thank you, NDA, are going to be taking each other on. As expected from the corpos, putting the, putting the young guns the good people of the city against one another while they get fat and lazy.
3: Who are you calling lazy? Also fat. Look at these abs. You could grate cheese on them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go tell the concession stand that buddy. But with that, the referee signals the match.
6: Ding, ding, ding.
2: And we begin. So, a
1: So Hank and NDA, I want you both to roll out one die and tell me what you get.
4: Okay. I think we're all rolling real tonight. And I get a one.
6: I also (laughs) got a one. Uh, Roll again. (laughs) Please roll off. Four. Four.
4: (laughs) Six. One. There we go.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, After it, after, as the bell rings, the two of you, uh, Quickly begin, but the person who gets the upper hand is NDA. So NDA, you take point.
4: Okay. Um, quite impressed by Hank's prowess, but in his head, he thinks he probably shouldn't be. Um, let me double check my character sheet. Okay. Um NDA thinks probably the only way he is going to be able to defeat Tech is by out-Teching him. So he is going to start by uh, whipping Tech into the ropes and then executing a Hurricane Rana, the move where um, he kind of leaps and then grabs the opponent's neck with his feet and then using that momentum kind of somersaults them to the ground. So that means, uh, may I roll plus work?
2: I agree with that. we so okay. for work. Okay, that is a nine ten. All right. So on nine to ten.
4: Nail oh. it, retain control, and gain plus one momentum. Yep. So yes, it is executed to perfection. Um he is able to get uh tech to the ground. Um part of NDA's gimmick is that he doesn't really have a gimmick Um, he is kind of very much a um... oh crap why am I blanking on his name pipe bomb CM Punk yeah Um, yeah he's kind of CM Punking it (laughs) so um he actually is probably not super fond of these corpos so he's gonna actually work a little stiff so while tech is on the ground he's gonna put him in a submission hold that is probably a little bit a little bit um more painful than it should be as an actual wrestling move so he's gonna uh work real stiff
1: oh man Looks like NDA's starting to lose it a little bit. The rage he's feeling from this uh, corpo sting here is kicking taking it out on Hank. I don't want to be Hank right now, and thankfully I'm still inside this uh, protective unit, except for the guy with the shotgun there.
4: Um, alas, I rolled a four.
1: Um, oh no! So that's a botch, which means you still get a momentum, but you lose control, and it goes over to Hank yeah, as part of
4: an injury box.
6: Um, a, as part of losing control, um, again, working it up for the crowd, um, and knowing that uh, NDA is dressed like a Netrunner, uh, and, and that we're both mic'd up, of course, I, I say, you know, as your local friendly computer tech, I have to ask you, have you tried turning it off and back on again and then break the hold?
4: What? <laughs> Uh, And then probably in breaking it, like you maybe like pull on my arm a bit too hard, and like it, I strain a muscle or something.
6: Or or I just flip you, and you I just flip you, and you land kind of dramatically on the mat, and I try to stomp when you land on the mat, so it sounds louder and looks bigger.
4: Uh, Except I do land funny, so. uh, But you do a good job of showing it. (laughs) Uh, You have control.
6: Uh, Is this where I set up? You know my line of of actions. Yes, Yes. it is. Um, You know, other than being whatever kind of tech makes sense for the quip that he's throwing out, um, Hank is a very by-the-books technical wrestler, so he's just going to go with a standard old, you know, lineup of of actions. As um, NDA is getting back to their feet, uh, he will run in for, this will be just the standard brawl, but he'll run in for a clothesline, attempt to toss to the corner, attempt to forearm strike multiple times, attempt to kick him to the gut while he's in the corner, and then maybe get backed off by the ref because it's just too, too much. Ooh,
1: sounds like you're going pretty hard on him, but a lot of that is just a standard combo series of uh, moves that can be expected from a technical wrestler. So I'll say go ahead and roll for work.
6: All right. Uh, roll to seven plus two for work is a nine.
1: All right. What's... So, you get to keep their attention. You choose if, if you want to keep it or give your opponent you return control back to NDA, but you do gain a momentum for it on whatever you choose as well.
6: Uh I'll return control back to NDA as I'm backed off by the ref.
4: Okay. Okay. Um while The ref is arguing with you that you are going too hard. Uh, NDA dramatically, slowly gets up to his feet, then slowly starts climbing the ropes in the turnbuckle behind him, and will proceed to do a moonsault uh, backflip directly onto you uh, to attempt to get you to the ground.
1: All right, since the ref was arguing with him, I'll say there's a bit of chance for failure here. Uh, Go ahead and roll, though. But, on a standard success, you're going to hit the ref as well. Ooh, okay. Uh, what am I rolling? So you ju- uh, since it's doing the moon you're jumping off. If you're trying to do a bit of a flare for this to make it look impressive, uh, you roll for look. But if you just want to make it be a technical spot of showing off your prowess, roll for work. Um,
4: you know what? i'll say I'll say look. Um, he's trying to do something real cool.
1: All right, go ahead and roll for work.
4: Mm, um, I will spend all three points of my momentum to make that a seven. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled four again. Oh, Uh, dear. So I have no momentum, but I at least made that a partial.
1: Okay, so that'll be a partial. So you do a magnificent moonsault from the back post. However, uh, where the spot is supposed to be the ref gets out of the way, and you land on Hank. The ref is missed the cue, and your salt, your soul, your uh, moon salt lands upon both Hank and
4: the ref. The ref is down.
1: Uh, since it was a seven, do you wish to maintain control or give control to Hank?
4: I will give Hank control, and I will take one, at least one, of those points of momentum back.
2: Okay. Uh, with that, let's see here. Okay,
4: uh, Hank.
1: Uh, Despite the injury to the ref, the ref is uh, slowly uh, getting up, but now is the cue that you know of. It's time to bring this match to a close. So you are scheduled to win this match, Hank. So for that, I need you to roll for your finisher.
6: Which is the Desperado, apparently. Mm Mm-hmm. If only I knew what a Desperado actually looked like. Allow me to describe it for you, then. Uh, It
3: looks like Antonio Banderas with a
6: guitar. (coughs) Oh, dang it. Uh, The
1: desperado uh, for this one is as your opponent is facing away from you, you grab their arm, do a... was essentially a backspin around their arm, using the momentum to basically do a sit down, where you you land on your butt, as
2: their head and body just go laying flat with the mat. Okay. Yes, I do that thing. (laughs) um, What quip could I throw out for this? Hmm. Hmm.
6: I don't think I have one. I think I'm just going to focus uh, on doing it as cleanly and by the books as possible.
4: I have, well, a, I have an option if you want one. Oh, what's that? Looks like your NDA has been broken.
6: Ooh. Well, that actually takes me back to my favorite of all time. Well, time to execute the NDA. That works <laughs> perfectly. Uh, rolled a five and a three. That's an eight If we're doing... Um, Work, that's a plus two, which would put me at a ten. All right, so
1: that means it goes off incredibly well and the crowd loves it. Uh, You will mark plus one audience and you get the three counts as the ref slowly turns over and goes one, two, three. Uh, The crowd is cheerful and loving it. Crimson Hand from his uh, cell box. Uh, it's a win for the people, but they also had to beat up the people for it. Another play by the Corpos, everybody. Still, gotta give Hank his good you know, his dues. Uh, Moon could have been could have been his doom,
2: but he turned it around and won the match. Give it up for the man, everybody. Yeah.
6: And I do the you know. One arm up, looking around at the crowd, trying to look like a friendly person, pointing and smiling at people in the crowd. And after a moment or two of that, just reach over and help uh, NDA up.
4: NDA will take it, but he clearly looks shaken. Uh, Frustrated that he didn't win, but uh, he is not going to put a fellow uh, service worker down.
6: Uh, Arm around NDA, patting him on the back and then raising our hands together. And then leaving the ring and, you know, being friendly and be with the crowd on the way back up the walk.
2: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, after that amazing display of
1: camaraderie and just good spirit, now we go to the Heartless main events.
2: Well, Heartless is saying a little too much. There's definitely uh, uh what you
1: say you guys were full of a tour? You were saying you could grate cheese. Are so you full of cheese still? Is it dairy products
2: only?
3: No, no. We are full of vim and vigor. Ah, oh, yeah. And a love one. for this city. Where are we again?
6: <sighs> Every week, man. For- Forks, Washington, what?
1: God damn it. I can't. Just- if I could get out of this cell, I swear I'd head you. All right. All right. Put the gun down. Jesus Wait! You keep locking. Never mind. All right, the main event:
2: Augustus versus the monster. Yeah. If I could have both participants roll a d six. Hmm. See, I've got a five.
5: Uh, the the dice column will tell me that it's a four. All I right. totally forgot there were actual dice in front of me. There we are. <laughs> that was only Is one of
6: your good. D6s. You need to roll another one.
5: He said one D6. Yep. Oh, oh, I'm, that sorry. One for, um... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm this... sorry.
1: Oh, no
4: fine, good. You're, no fine, you're fine.
5: All right. So then,
1: Augustus, since you rolled a five, you will have control of the match first.
3: Okay. Well, I am going to start with a tried and true series So I'm going to try two Imperial Elbows back-to-back. That's where I grab my wrist with one hand, and I fly elbow first, aiming for the monster's ribs. And if I connect, there will be a loud slappy sound, and he's going to turn around. Then I'm going to hit the ropes on the other side, slingshot myself, do the same thing again spin him the other way, and finish it with a flying phalanx, which is a full-body tackle with my arms in front of me.
1: Oh, boy. That sounds like a lot of running and a lot of hard you know,
2: hard swinging, so go ahead and roll for work with that one.
3: And mostly it's loud noises, but um, <laughs> should not hurt if I land it right. Well, let's fingers crossed we get the landing right. And I stuck the landing with a 10 on the dice, a six and a four plus one for work. Nice. All right. So that is an 11. All
1: right. So the crowd, despite the, well, despite the heelish nature of your being, they are impressed by your combo and athleticism. So yeah, you retain
2: control and gain a momentum. Okay. Uh, next, I am going to try
3: the oh shit! I I had a name lined up, but I don't know what to actually go with it. Um, the Tyrian tackle, which is a <laughs> full body block, uh, catch him by the knees and see if I can take the monster to the mat. Uh, that is a seven uh
1: 4 plus 2 plus 1 All right, it's a lit it's attention grabbing but a little a little sluggish. So you can either choose to give uh control over to the
2: monster or you can retain.
3: Um I'm going to give control to the monster and I'm going to do it by turning my back to the monster and trying to work the crowd, get them to cheer for me for a moment. And while I'm trying to gain their praise...
5: That's when the monster hits you with the body slam.
3: Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to not see him stand up and then...
5: And, what, yeah, what the audience sees as he stands up is not that he's standing up, that there's some sort of mechanical motion underneath him or part of it. It's hard to tell with all the rags flapping everywhere, Mm. but suddenly he is upright and vertical and moving at an an absurd speed, really. Um, And it's almost like he moves into slow motion, but he suddenly just grabs... uh, uh, Augustus and, and just... Slams down, slams him down. Um, you know, just just a solid, you know, big one, big move, bang into the into the mat. And of course, you know, with all the harmonic enhancements and whatnots that he's got for you know added special effect, uh, it resonates throughout the room.
3: Uh, I'm also going to aid that by you know splaying my body to make sure that I hit the mat really hard so that it just, that nice, loud boom when I hit. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's you, why you pulled you know, one back step into the center of the ring, an easy scoop, and a just the perfect kind of slam. Maybe? And, Go
5: ahead and make the roll for it. Okay, well, what, one, last, one last touch, as it were. Um, from somewhere, a, a small bottle of what appears to be balsamic vinegar comes out, because he did say he wanted vinegar, and it's just drizzled over him after he's landed, if this goes well.
1: All right. Uh, for it being a power slam, the way you described that it? That is a uh,
5: 10 on the dice. So. Oh! Nice. And do you say power? So that would be a plus two. All right. So
1: That's a 12. Yep. Freakish. So the crowd just loves the carnage you've created. And the added you know sting of the vinegar afterwards is just the... I'd say the icing on the cake, but uh, it's a bit sour. That one, perfect for your perfect for the antics.
5: So it's like a large label other balsamic. They won't know what it is, but we do.
4: Those corpos
5: using their largesse
4: and all the money they have to waste a bottle of balsamic.
5: And of course, what it is is you know purplish liquid. That's just water.
3: Oh yes but it's actually got the, it's brand named. Um,
5: right, exactly.
3: Like, we heard this beforehand. <laughs> Ares Corp. For when you want to really add a sting.
5: Ares vinegar Corp. vinegar of war. Tasty on your salads and opponents.
3: Ares Corp. Insult to injury.
5: That's exactly it. Well, you've
3: gained the momentum. It's just projecting for- the walls from God knows
5: where, but it's coming sub some, some cyberware in the monster's body.
1: Well, it's an auto play, so it's an auto ad that people's cyber eyes get to play automatically. Rather than have so many commercials, it just plays on the eye. However, we're going back to the action. So, a powerful, destructive powerbomb down by Augustus, you know,
2: thrown down Augustus there. How do you continue after such a devastating blow? I'm going to rock
3: up my heels.
2: Oh. Oh. Sorry, uh, Dan
1: still has control because he rolled a 10. Oh, sorry, uh, 12. So he still has complete control. So, uh, sir.
5: Well, So, I don't know. I mean, the, the usual thing to do once you've got someone down is, you know, pick them up and, you know, whip them around. So what do we got here? Uh, what's that? La, 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 la. Um, I guess it's the... Uh,
2: tilting at windmills? Yeah, there we go.
5: (laughs) Yeah, he will windmill him around. Um or, you know, going with the food-based metaphor, from somewhere something that looks like whipped cream is foaming in the you know, onto the mat, but you're just going around and around, and it's like there's this pile just a puddle of what looked like cream or milk or whatever, and it's just foaming up into wonderfully thick whipped cream. Perfect for dessert.
1: Oh Um, man. He's activating the, the blending cycle. He's making the heavy cream.
2: Oh, no. Comes the
5: roar of Crimson, uh, of crimson Hand from the side. So, and, uh, you know, after whipping around, shoot him into the ropes. And when he comes back, just, you know, arm bar to, you know, backstop him kind of thing.
1: Ooh. All right.
5: Uh, well, he goes down into the pile of cream and drop players. a couple of strawberries on top.
1: All right. Um, from the way you described it, I'll leave it to you. You can either choose power to really seal home that uh oh, arm yeah. strike you did there, or because because of all the twos and fro's, I'll let you choose work if you so choose.
5: No power, but I. All right. That is on the dice a six. That makes it an eight.
1: All right. So if you so choose, it go. It is impressive little sluggish but then again a, po- a clothesline a close doesn't have to be a beautiful flare just the <clears throat> straight down the cream is still quite, ex- quite explosive especially then, the cream going everywhere
5: yeah exactly um, it also provides a, a lovely lovely soft landing for him. Um, ah, very true so
1: if you so choose you can choose to give up control and gain a momentum
5: I will, I will give up control and gain momentum by slipping a little bit in the whipped cream.
3: Oh, fair enough. We created our own hazard, did we?
5: Yes. Yes, we did. And somewhere, somewhere, there's a huge block of gelatinous cube, or jello, depending on your point of view.
1: And crimson hand on the outside. Ah, see, he made a f- fine whip mess in there. Too bad I didn't use the heavy cream. Might have been able to stay up, upright if he did.
2: All right. So, Augustus, you have control. So I'm going to um,
3: kip up to my feet, um, move my way to the monster, and start with um, a series of overhanded slaps. Uh, these are more for the sound than anything else. Anybody who's seen solid wrestling, it's like a slap that could be heard all the way out in the audience doesn't really hurt, but it makes a lot of noise.
1: Yep. Depends on depends on who's doing the slap nowadays, but I agree with you.
3: Yeah. I'm going mainly for sound and fury.
1: All right. So for sound and fury, I would say you'll need
3: look for that. And that you know. is a Eight on the dice, uh, five and three, plus my two is going to be a ten. All right. While it may
1: not look like it's hurting him, just the sheer sound of it makes everyone go like, ooh,
2: ooh,
1: ow, ooh, from just the the resonating sound just carrying out through the stadium. So on a ten, they are surprisingly cringing, but enjoying the the fact that you're beating the monster hard. So again, you get a momentum and retain control.
5: And, and while that's happening, little bits of bolts, nuts, um, un, unidentifiable pieces of possibly cyberware uh, or, or cyborgware, as it were, are, are just popping out of the monster's you know semi semi rotten looking
2: rags. Tech is just flying all over the place. Before too long, we might actually have to start selling the
1: scrap at a discount price. That ain't very much an Aries method. I think
3: these guys might need to be ta- get a talking to after we're done here. And now that I'm at the top, I'm going to try the Tyrian Titan Toppler, which is one of my finishing moves. Um, bounce up off of the um, the mat, basically use it to trampoline my way up. Put my knees on either side of the monster's head, and do a front flip, which will take me over his back. Basically, a classic Frankenstein,er but with a twist.
2: Ooh, very impressive.
3: Um, I'm going to spend all three of my momentum for this to see if I can. Could... You need
5: to spend momentum before rolling. I'm just wondering.
3: After the roll. Okay.
5: Okay.
1: You, it is optional if you want to spend it before or after. Usually, you, it's best to do it after,
3: once you see what the roll actually is. Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying, I'm I'm oh, planning no, you, on it because finishing move, if it looks good, yay. Uh, that is a 10 on the die.
2: All right. I don't need it. So, it looks like
1: David, sorry, Augustus is going for the pin uh right away hitting his finishing move here so i will ask uh our friendly monster here if he'd like to try
2: and uh, cheat his way to victory the monster mhm
5: um i don't know who who is who is uh, booked to win on this one it's unclear to me
1: So that was the thing I was going to decide after this next round. But it appears that Augustus is trying to take the win himself by proceeding into his finishing move right here now. And he has succeeded. However, a heel is always really good at stealing the match. So if you have two momentum, you can technically cheat and steal the
3: match. And the thing about a heel finishing move is that it's never a proper finisher unless it's supposed to be. Right. You can pop out of this easily enough. Yep. Um. And if you're booked to win it, um, I know exactly how I'm going to lean into you. This right. is, it's up to you. All right. Wins.
5: So, so, okay. What, what position did you, did you just slam down? I'm on the ground again. Is that correct?
3: Well, if it goes off right, uh, you're going to basically do a solid backflip through the air mm-hmm. and then land, um, you're going to land face down on the mat.
5: Right. I mean, that actually does happen right before something kicks in and springs me right back off it uh, to do basically, uh, to, to in fact, something is catapulting him because, yeah, we're going to go cheat to win. Um and spend the two momentum, um, which leaves me one, to, uh, you know, basically do the uh, falling Titan. So I actually, I, I, I pop off the bat, I spin incredibly high for something of this size. And just lop right onto you with the falling Titan finisher move. If that makes sense. Does that make sense?
1: It is. A full, right. a full body standing body slam. It's an impressive sight, especially for a being of your size the fact that it was counter it's a counter to the finisher uh catch it it would catch augustus completely off a
5: Who? Huh? and again since you know cyberpunk there are clearly mechanical implements that have left marks uh you know in the whipped cream on the mat that you know, shouldn't have been there, that would, you know, this is the only way he could possibly be springing back up off of there is some sort of pneumatic leap. Very true. I hear the dice roll. That is a 9 on the dice. Uh, So if I'm adding power, that's an 11. And if it's the Falling Titan finishing move, 10 plus, you hit your finisher clean and gain plus one audience, whatever that means.
3: So when you swing your arm and hit me in the middle like uh-huh. right at the waist. Yep. I'm going to use my own cyberware to bend in half in a way that doesn't look like it should be possible around your fist yep. to really sell the power of that blow. There we Ooh. go. Nice. Magnificence.
1: And as he crumbles, you lay a foot down upon him for the one, two. Three, the, the bell rings. There is a mixture of cheers and boos from the uh, athleticism and action in the match. But still the recognition that at the end of the day, Ares has won as they wanted.
5: And that's and how so I, so I help him up. I hand him a giant monster energy drink. Ares brand. A. And...
1: And as always, we flavor. Leave... what flavor?
5: The purple flavor.
1: <laughs> and as always, we leave out with some branding from the cores. <sighs> Again, another victory for them. But for how long? We will only have to. We'll find out next time on Cyber Wars. Good night, and may you all sleep relatively well.
2: With that, the Cyber Wars episode comes to a close. We find
1: ourselves as the crowds begin to exit from the state, you know, exit from the arena. We find the cameras turned off and we find ourselves in the Faraday cage, the green room protected and secured from any prying eyes. Inside there, the four of you are recovering. From your athletic prowess of the day. Uh, the exec is over in the corner, kind of getting an earful from the writers and producers because of all his fumbling on the lines, having them to change the events that, from uh, the proper matches to what the show ended up becoming. It was still a success, but not the groundbreaking, but not the best it could be. So he's getting an earful
2: for that, Joel. What
3: in the, what the devil were you doing there? I, you, you know that I wasn't supposed to be wrestling against Brennan. Brennan is my tag team partner. I, I know, but I, I panicked. I panicked. I swear. I, I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be getting my ass handed to me by Hank tonight. I, I know,
1: I know, but I stumbled on my words, and I, 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 I wasn't planning this. I'm usually, the back, I'm usually the guy talking, doing the background, backstage interviews. You know this. I wasn't supposed to be
4: wearing this gimmick today, but the guy called out sick. He got he, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey. He was doing the best he could under the circumstances. We made it work as a company. Give him a break.
2: Well, it's all right.
3: I mean, it, it's okay. We've practiced taking the falls, but normally I'd, I'd like a little bit more of a heads up. I mean, this isn't how we rehearsed it. I could have heard Brennan out there.
5: And and that's why I toss him the fake head, head because I'm like a, at least a foot shorter without all this gear on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... That's what all the padding is for, and the cyberware, and the nerve inhibitors, and the. Yeah, you know, they keep selling us stuff.
3: <sighs> oh, I know, but, you know, for you to try to do a stilt drop from that height, I, I could have hurt you, son.
5: You could have hurt yourself. Yeah, son. but I wouldn't have felt it. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, eventually we're going to pay off these contracts and be out of here. Ugh. These corporate bastards.
3: <laughs> Some of us don't worry if i i'm not going to get hurt like we spent a lot of money on this gemini I, I, the only thing that's really left of me is well there's not a whole lot of me that's not cyber but fortunately ares corp makes this whole thing look look real
2: mhm a lot of money that does that, uh, says Crimson Ham coming
1: uh, striding in. Uh, he's put out the cigarette as he's not a smoker, but he has to play a smoker. <sighs> but thankfully, the show did turn out all right. I'm just glad that everything went smoothly. I got kind of worried there. And stop giving him an earful. He's a newbie to the whole in-stage performance, not backstage stuff. Guys, come on. But good show, you for. Uh... Looking forward to next week. We'll actually try and do the proper matches. Try and get uh, NDA taken on you monster as they're supposed to be doing, but that'll be for next week. Have to figure just, out something.
5: Just you know, queue up the queue up the pun based uh, you know add ons, and uh, we'll get it set up.
1: No, oh, of course, of course. Uh, make sure you guys get your pays for the day, and we're gonna have to get moving. This was the main show. We've got some independent stuff to do around the city, so need you to get going here pretty quick. So get some rest in real quick, but when you're ready, head to the cars, and we'll get you on to the next show.
2: Indeed, Crimson. All right, guys. Let's rock it. And with that,
1: we bring a close to this episode. Of cyberware.
5: Cyber Wars.
2: Dang it! <laughs> the I
5: last bit! Cyber last... <laughs> cyberware, cyber there. There we are.
1: <laughs> the last bit I screwed and I messed it up.
5: It's
3: all good. Uh, it's all good. Oh, man. It's all right, oh. Chris, It's all right. <laughs> we all make mistakes, Sonny.
1: We all well, make mistakes. Well, it's a good thing we were suffering from technical difficulties because okay. we weren't... Uh well internet it looks like things are starting to clear up so we wish you all the best from everybody here at technical difficulties but oh uh before we get going let's go ahead and give any shout outs and any uh of our own stuff to kind of do branding for us so uh who would like to? let's start
4: with you micah
1: oh thank you so much uh yes one quick more time this is micah i also i you can find me over on Twitch at Above the Tabletop. I stream regularly for model stuff and occasionally do some gaming as well as role play stuff. We'll see how in the future if I can get that going more, but we'll see. And your minis
3: are amazing, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. thank you so much. I'll have to see if I can find actual wrestling cyberpunk theme stuff online and actually start painting those. I would love to do that. Has to be I mean,
5: I don't know that you need wrestling per se. Cyberpunk itself should be wrestling enough, as it were.
4: Oh, it is.
3: <sighs> Some colorways and stuff.
4: Uh,
3: David, where can we find you? Well, you can find me on uh, Roleplay Public Radio. You can find me on um, the Roleplaying Exchange. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Or you can find me in Discord. There's a bunch of them, and I'm fairly active in the Red Markets Discord.
2: Ooh. As
5: you should be.
3: And Brownie. Uh,
6: Yep, I can be found also over on Roleplaying Exchange. Uh, I am also um, TechDiff's least reliable, least present practically cast member. Uh, And much like David, I spend a lot of time around on Discord uh, in the larger RPPR verse.
4: And uh, also, um, uh, Brownie, Dan, this is your first time with the WWW. Uh, What'd you think?
5: I'm still vaguely confused by what all the words mean on the reference. But, you know, (laughs) sure. (laughs) I just leaned into the cyberpunk part and and hamming things up and it seemed to work out fine.
6: Good, Uh, And
1: that is exactly what you need to do.
6: And as I'm sure my gameplay demonstrated, I end this session the same way I started it. I really don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just happy to be here.
4: <laughs> oh, that, that's kind of the beauty of wWw is that um, it gives you opportunities that, especially if you have some people who are are more familiar, they can help walk you through it and uh, make you know enough to really have a good time with it
5: I, I could have asked for a, a a better group of folks to you know to play this for the first time with.
6: Oh, yes, thanks, I, man. I enjoy being confused with every single one of you. Exactly. <laughs> right,
3: I think this well, is the second time I've played this, but first time on recording. It was great. Indeed. Well,
1: the next time we get to do this, I know that's with a little bit of seasoning as we got from today, it's all gonna be a lot of lot further. Entertainment, not only for ourselves, but for the listening audience out there across the Internet. And Greg, I think if that's everything, I think
2: we're ready to call it for the night. I think we are. Good night, Internet. Good
1: night, night,
0: Internet. Internet. Good Good night. Thank you for listening to Technical Difficulties. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. More ratings will help us broaden the community. We're also on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote on which one shots you'd like to see next. Other rewards at higher levels include listening to us record live and participating in quarterly backer games. We're close to our next level where we'll release an exclusive Patreon show where we answer questions and give advice on running games. As always, thanks for listening and good night, Internet.